This is the Arcanator Jedi Templar. I am your host, MJ Hannigan. How is everybody doing? Me, I am well. Um, it's been a interesting three-week period. Uh, getting sick with COVID didn't help matters. Uh, missing a gym for about two weeks. And taking forever to have more than a five-minute conversation without losing my voice was also not any fun. So here we are. It's a little late. Um, you know, for the new year, honestly, it's really late. And as you can tell, my voice is still a little on the scratchy side, but we're going to push through. All right, today's episode is a Reflections episode. It's about the 753 Daily Warrior. Uh, this actually I saw as a Facebook meme, and it definitely called to me. Um, I am going to do uh, episodes on Bushido uh, later on in the year. Uh, This is kind of just more like an introduction. Again, it's a Reflections episode. I'm going to try to keep it under 20 minutes. So let's get into it. All right, Bushido itself, the warrior code, the samurai code, if you will. uh, A lot of people have used it in reference with Jedi realism. And there's definitely some valid points to be done with it. Uh, You know, George Lucas did take references. Not just George Lucas. I apologize. Let me take that back. George Lucas and all the writers who wrote for LucasArts for the uh, EU, they took a variety of cultures and lifestyles. And Bushido, in my opinion, is definitely something that they did draw inspiration from. You know, they weren't trying to recreate Space Samurai. They just took, you know, some of the codes, some of the values, and kind of blended into the fiction. So let's talk about it. Alright, so for the seven part, we're going to talk briefly about Bushido. Alright, the seven virtues of Bushido and how we can apply them as Jedi realists. Alright, rectitude. This is pretty much morally correct behavior or thinking. As we all know, morally is kind of a controversial term because there's not a unified term for what is moral. You know, for me, the way I see it as a very centrist uh, kind of person, looking at the world, doing what you believe is right at all times. Sometimes you are going to do great and you're going to, you know, leave that mark on the world. Other times you are going to miss the mark. You know, your moral compass might be a little bit off. And as you grow, as you learn, as you adapt, your moral compass will also adapt. Uh, from a Jedi realist point of view, you know, this happens through your order. This happens through your training. And you need to ask yourself, before you join any Jedi order, is this order, well, A, is it a real order or is it just a Facebook group? You know, yeah, we're going to go with this is a real order. Uh, is this order, do they have a training doctrine? And more importantly, Are the individuals who are part of this order, particularly the Knights and the Masters, living up to that moral code and behavior? Now, a controversial side of it is a sense of righteousness. This is actually what gets a lot of people into trouble. Uh, What is righteous? Again, this is a very uh, internal perspective kind of thing. But what I will say is when you look at orders and, you know, when I mentioned earlier, are they living up to the values of their order? What you need to understand, particularly if you go to the self-righteous point of view, 
how an order acts and conducts itself is up to that order. Uh, the problem that we face is people go and make judgments and make assumptions about people or about orders without knowing anything about the order. You know, other Jedi orders do not have to live up to what you believe a Jedi should be. They need to live up to the principles of their own orders. So again, keep in mind, if you're going to judge people, cool, be judgy. I'm all about that life. But at the same time, make sure you're judging them by their principles, not by yours. If you're not part of that order, and they don't have to live up to your principles. If you join that order, you have to live up to theirs. All right, courage. Uh, sorry, the next one. Uh, courage. The choice and the willingness to confront agony, pain, discomfort, danger, and uncertainty. I actually love the concept of courage. Um, <clears throat> basically, standing up for what is right, regardless of how you feel about it. Again, when you go to like the political thing, because everybody loves talking politics. It's easy to stand up for things that you believe in. Makes sense, right? But, you know, <clears throat> as an American and as a Jedi realist, I need to understand that there are going to be a lot of things that happen in this world I'm not personally going to agree with. Which, again, it's cool. If the world lived by my values, then it would probably be a more messed up world than it is today. Now, having the courage to stand up, like I mentioned before, having the courage to stand up for what you believe in is great. But what happens when somebody's on that soapbox across from you and they're ranting and raving about things that you completely disagree with? Well, I believe in freedom of speech. So if I'm going to rant and rave about, you know, whatever is on my mind on Facebook or <clears throat> other social medias, that I have to give the same respect to the person on the other side doing what they do. I have no problem standing up for people's right of, you know, right to free speech. And I don't go with the, you can say what you want, but consequences, no. People are free to say what they want and express their values as they believe. It doesn't matter if I agree with them or not. If people are infringing on those individuals, as a Jedi realist, you have to step in and be like, look, I might not agree with these people. You might not agree with these people. <clears throat> but they do have the right to say what they want. So, you know, keep that in mind. And another aspect of courage, again, it's pretty easy standing up for your order. Again, you should do that. But also there are times where you have to stand up to your order. You have to call them out on their shit. You have to call them out on bullshit. That may or may not be going on. And this might, you know, holding your brothers and your sisters accountable. It, it takes a lot of courage to stand up to people who are part of your order at times. And this might mean you get exiled from the order because you're standing up for what is right. You're having uh, the courage of conviction to stand up and say, hey, you know what? What's going on here is not correct. And you might get exiled. And you know what? It's cool. It happens to us all. Happened to me a couple years ago. And you know what? I'm living life and I'm moving on. Sorry, I moved on. Um, oh, Actually, that's pretty much all I'm going to talk about courage. Again, the Bushido concepts, I'm going to talk about them in more in-depth and more detail on a later episode. This is kind of like more like an introduction. 
All right, the third concept, uh, benevolence, the desire to do good for others. Um, basically doing right by those around you, by those within your sphere of responsibility. Random acts of kindness within our community, not just the Jedi Realist community, but the communities that we live in. Like, you know, for me doing right in my community service projects here in Wichita, Kansas, doing right by people who I'm working with in recovery. You know, it's, you know, let's be honest, it's easy to screw people over. It's easy to cause harm to other people. Um, be it things that have happened or things that did not happen, you know, just lies, fiction, whatever. You know, benevolence is basically doing right, living a good life, setting a great example, and helping your neighbor, helping people who are in distress, and, you know, just doing right by others. And, you know, simply wishing the best for people. You know, it doesn't necessarily matter if you like somebody or not you know wishing the best like hey you know what me and this person we were tight we were friends you know they were my ride or die and something happened and we kind of drifted apart you don't have to hate that person you know wish them the best and hope that they have a, a good life to live in their best life and definitely uh, living a life to remember <coughs> All right, and again, you can tell the uh, COVID voice is definitely coming back. Uh, the fourth one, politeness or propriety. Basic respect uh, for individuals and situations. You know, this goes back to the Jedi respect life in all forms. You know, be polite when you have discussions on politics, religion, sex, sexuality, or gender identity, if you will. And definitely... Be respectful about people and your medical decisions. Some people are going to agree that your medical decision is a good idea. Some people are going to disagree with it. And if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I, if you know, then you know. Um, I have seen on Facebook and social media so much that if somebody who does not get vaccinated gets COVID and dies, people are like celebrating that shit on Facebook. Like, haha, that idiot. Dude, are you, are you serious? Are you kidding me? You know, you don't agree with a person's uh, medical decisions, so you clown them on Facebook and you talk about their death and talk about how they deserved it. If you're one of those people, you are sick and demented, and you definitely need to go back to the first concept and readjust that moral principle. Um, pronouns and stuff. I'm going to admit, I am very old. I don't necessarily understand pronouns. But I do try to be respectful towards people and their pronouns. Sometimes I might miss and I will make my correction. I will, I will apologize. I'll make that amends and I'll make that correction and move on. But, you know, that's me in my life. I think you should just be respectful. If a person wants to be called something cool, let them be called that person. You know, let them be called, you know, whatever they want to be called. You know, I really don't care. Um, that's just me personally. Unfortunately, you're going to get people who disagree with that concept. And now you have a power battle, a power battle. Do you hold that person down and scream and yell at them because they didn't respect your pronouns? Therefore, you're disrespecting them. Or, you know, do you just let it go? Like, hey, that person's just, you know, a jackass, cool, whatever. You know, it is what it is. I'm a Jedi realist. You know, I have a podcast, a Jedi Templar. 
you know, people don't necessarily agree with that. And you know what? It's cool. I don't expect everybody to respect the fact that Jedi realism is a way of life. You know, I would love for people to do that. But, you know, if they don't want to, if they're not into it, cool, dude. My life is more important. You know, I'm all about living my life. And I can't make people respect my way of life. And I'm not even going to try. I can talk about my way of life. I can present my way of life. And people accept it cool if they don't cool. This is something that we all need to get over is not everybody's going to be nice. Not everybody's going to be polite. And the easiest way to piss off a rude person is be ultra polite to them. The easiest way to get out of the ticket when you get pulled over, trust me, be ultra polite and friendly to the cop. They cannot wait to get you back into your car and on your way. Role of advice. Um, uh, number five, uh, honesty and sincerity. You know, basically, old expression I use often is, say what you mean, mean what you say. Stand up for your word, even if that means you stand alone. And be a Jedi, not a, not a politician. If you... Don't know what I mean. You know, Jedi realism is a lifestyle. It's great. You know, Jedi realism, Jediism, whatever, you know, avenue you want to call to it. Guys, again, it's a lifestyle. It's, you know, living your best life and doing right by those around you and, you know, helping people on the way. The biggest downfall of our community, the biggest shame of the Jedi realist community is the way people use it as survivor. The way people will use it as a way to tear other people down. And, you know, a lot of trash talk, a lot of backstabbing. And, again, to be a Jedi realist. You know, be honest in your intentions. Have integrity, if you will. And you'll notice when more people act with honesty and they act with sincerity, not to make it look like a show or look like a spectacle, You'll notice our community will be so much better and we will advance so much further in a much shorter time than we have so far. Um, The last one for Bushido is loyalty. Be loyal to, you know, be loyal to our Jedi code, Jedi creed, your orders codes. Uh, Be loyal to your friends and family. Remember, your friends and family are the people who got you to where you are today. They are the people who encouraged you, motivated you, and inspired you. You know, treat them with a certain level of respect, even when you have a falling out. Example, I do have a brother that I do not get along with, and this is a biological family member. And I really disagree with him on so many aspects of life and politics and religion and all these things. And this person has said some pretty damn horrible things to me. But this person is my biological brother. And I have two, by the way. Two brothers. Um, If something would happen to my biological brother and he would need my help, my loyalty to my family is first and foremost. And I would be there 100%. This even goes, you know, further within the community aspect of there are people that I might not agree with right now. We might be... um, at odds right now with communication and dialogue really needing to take place. But if these individuals, a couple, if these individuals would 
call me and be like, yo, Hannigan, I'm having some shit right now. I need help. I'm there. Again, the Jedi Realist point of view, Anakin's biggest downfall was his loyalty that he had towards friends. And it's a downfall. It's a double negative. You know, it's a great quality to have. But from a Jedi Realist point of view, they thought that he put too much emphasis in people. And I have that same character defect. Um, I am always there for people, no matter what has happened in the past. Uh, again, there are some bridges I would like to cross again. Uh, there are some relationships I would really like to rebuild. And hopefully in the time, you know, the days to come, uh, those amends uh, will, will be at hand and things will move forward. And even if those don't happen, again, if these individuals call and say, hey, Hannigan, I need your help. Yo, let, let me grab my keys. I'll be right there. Um... And again, I mentioned loyalty to your order, so we'll kind of go forward with that. Again, those were the seven basic precepts of Ashido. Again, it's introduction. It's not the hardcore lesson. That's much more involved. All right, the five keys of health, and I love this. One, rational nutrition. Two, sensible exercise. Three, effective rest. Four, proper hygiene. And five, having a positive attitude. All right, first one, um, rational nutrition. I no longer use a nutritionist per se. I have my diet. I love my diet. My diet works for me. It helped me make some gains. Um, cool. It works. Every now and again, though, I will talk in. I will check out my nutritionist and be like, "Look, so this is what's going on, and this is what I want to do. How do I get there?" And my nutritionist will help me out. You know, I can eat a little Debbie apple pie every day. And guess what? It's not going to jack up my diet. Other people cannot say the same thing. And when you talk about diets, everybody has their own say on how you should eat, how many calories, how much protein, if you should eat meat, if you should not eat meat, yada, yada, yada. Okay. Talk to professionals and learn what's right for your body. Every body is different. And we need to accept that. We need to appreciate that. And, you know, don't abuse your body. Don't neglect your body. Uh, eat healthy. But again, eat healthy for what you need. So that does require dealing with the nutritionist, paying the money, dealing with your nutritionist, and getting some great ideas. Same thing for sensible exercise. This is the biggest problem because when we say sensible exercise, everybody is so concerned with, well, I don't want to push past where it hurts you know they take a really lazy approach because they're like well for me this is how it should be okay you know what that's kind of cool but if you're unhealthy because you're clinically obese or morbidly obese your concept of sensible exercise is probably not what real sensible exercise is remember your body sorry your mind will quit long before your body ever will so this does require talking to a trainer and <clears throat> setting up a fitness program, setting up a regimen, and pushing yourself, you know, beyond what you mentally think you can do. I personally would not recommend anybody to follow my exercise program. I have a program that, you know, I'm not a bodybuilder. I'm not a gym bro. I'm a martial artist. I do push weights, 
and I push incredible weights nowadays. Well, prior to COVID, I pushed incredible weight. But, you know, my workout routine is would definitely not help me become Mr. Olympia. Uh, my workout routine could definitely cause injuries to a lot of people because it's a total body workout basically every day of the week. And again, I would not recommend anybody to do it. It works for me. It works for my body. It works for my nutrition. It works for my needs. So it works for me. But my routine did come from dealing with personal trainers and setting up regiments and figure out what works and what does not work for me. And I do love going to um, kickboxing classes and whatnot. Like when I practice, I push myself. I like to believe I push myself really hard. But I love going to class and having the instructor just tear me apart and literally beat my ass. Same thing as going to the gym and working with all my trainer friends every now and again and having them push me beyond my comfort zone to show me just how much harder I can push myself. All right, effective rest. Again, this is a personal medical concept. I can get away with sleeping four hours a day. You might need six. Another person might need eight. But really ask yourself, if you're sleeping for 12, 16 hours a day and you are a healthy individual, um, <clears throat> is that really efficient or are you kind of going into overkill? Now, again, it's, again, it's up to you. But also at the same time, don't use that, well, I need 12 hours of sleep as your excuse to knock it up, live life, train, do your reading, whatever. No, find out what you really need and go with that. Uh, proper hygiene kind of goes without saying and staying positive. Guys, guess what? Life isn't fair and sometimes life sucks. It's just facts. It is what it is. And, you know, no matter what happens in life, don't let anybody beat you. Don't let anybody defeat you. You know, don't let anybody destroy you. Right now, you might be in a rough spot, and it sucks. I completely understand. But set a positive attitude. Set some simple goals that you can achieve. And, you know, keep in mind, it's going to be greater later. Do what you have to do to get to your dark times. And, you know, be mindful that the future is always emotion. And what happens today again your life might suck but tomorrow that could be completely changed <clears throat> all right to the next part again we talked about the seven concepts of bushido we talked about the five keys of health now let's get to number three of the, the daily warrior and number three is the three states of mind this you can actually find and i totally love it uh in the book living in martial way they talk about this in greater detail particularly in greater detail i'm going to talk about it right now um, first one, sentient, basically being alert and aware, being responsible for your sphere of responsibility. This is a concept that hopefully we all practice when we drive. Are you awake and aware of what's going on around you? If there's an accident in front of you, do you have an escape uh, route planned out? If you learn how to drive on a motorcycle, you learn all about escape routes. In our daily life, are you alert and aware of the emotions and feelings and whatever the people around you. You know, if your coworker is going through a hard time, can you sense it? Do you kind of get a feel for it? 
if you're going through a creepy neighborhood um, or your senses up or you paying attention to your surroundings. The biggest problem with a lot of people is they don't necessarily pay attention to what's going on around them. You know, from a Jedi realist point of view, use the force, right? Be attuned to you, the universal life source. Be attuned to your surroundings and pay attention. <clears throat> the next concept is Mushin. Mushin is basically, it means clear mind. Yes, you can have an alert mind and be clear at the same time. Basically, having a clear mind means not dwelling on the drama of whatever you just faced or bad experiences, whatever. It also means not being too focused on tomorrow with uber high expectations and things like that. Basically, keeping your mind clear and steady. Not thinking about yesterday, not worrying about tomorrow, not thinking about drama that you've had with individuals, and not allowing that baggage to interfere with your mindset. Because when that baggage interferes with your mindset, what happens is you take it out on everybody around you. You might be dwelling on one concept, and it puts you in a negative mindset that is going to damage relationships and friendships with other people. So have a clear mind. Don't allow emotions or negativity to overpower you. All right, the last thing we're going to talk about for the three states of mind is Fudoshin. Um, kind of sort of talked about it. It's basically emotional balance. Again, emotions, there is no emotion, there is peace. Meaning, do not allow your emotions to control you. Yes, feel your emotions, experience your emotions. But do not allow your emotions to control you. If you're angry, ask yourself, why are you angry? And deal with it. If you're sad, same thing. Why am I feeling sad? Why am I feeling depressed? You know, work through the emotion. And it's okay. As a Jedi, I realize it's okay to experience these emotions. But again, we do not allow these emotions to control us. Understand why you're feeling it. Deal with it and move the hell on. Because, again, if you don't deal with it, your emotions take control. Instead of Jesus take the will, anger take the will. Next thing you know, you're even more unhappy because you got more damage, more collateral damage, and life is going to suck even further. So, again, control your emotions. Don't allow them to control you. And I've already talked for way too long. As you can tell, my voice is pretty much gone. I hope you guys enjoyed today's Reflections episode. I am going to get a Jedi Praxium um, episode out over on Jedi Rails Radio. <clears throat> Hopefully on Tuesday, again, we can make a decision based on my voice. Um, other than that, guys, thank you very much for all your love and your support. It's always appreciated. Love and light. This is Hannigan. I'm out.